Thanks for tuning in for the lunchtime session today. An impromptu solo session, folks. Maybe you're out to lunch. Maybe you'll get this as soon as I publish it. Right hot off the press, ladies and gentlemen. We were supposed to have an interview. We were. But, you know, things don't always work according to plan, according to my rules. You know, I'm one of those people who, you know, like right in the dotted line, you say like a certain time, I, I hold you to. You got to be flexible. It's okay. I'm not mad at the guy. We're going to talk later. He's going to call me. But I needed something to do with myself. Because I was charged up to do an episode. I was all charged up to interview this guy. And I kind of felt deflated because it wasn't happening. You know, you, you, it's like showtime. It's, first, let's give a shout out to Spotify. And I'll, I'll explain what it's like. If you're a performer, you'll understand this. Big shout out to Spotify for podcasts. Look at look how well I'm doing now. Because it's, look at the game. Are they... I told you, they're going to start charging people to do this. You better start doing it while, while they're, they're not charging it. You can, you know, people don't know what's right under their nose. They, oh, I don't have money for this. Oh, I need to go to school for this. I need to go to Juilliard. No, you don't. Anyway, um, it reminds me of going to open mic. So whatever your thing is, auditions, you go, they're all pumped up, ready. You rehearsed, you rehearsed, you're all psyched. And whatever, the audition goes bad, the open mic you know, you bomb, or, or or even worse, you don't even get a chance. It's it's canceled. They closed it. You come, the, the door's locked. Or they don't give you a, a, no, there's no room for you this week. Or they just put their friends up. You know, other shit like that, you know. And you're, you're deflated. And I, I, so I, I feel some, but you know what? With this podcast, I never have to feel deflated again. If it, I have to realize, when an interview doesn't happen, I just get on here and I talk to you guys because you guys, you guys still listen. We still have a dialogue. We still have a relationship, and I could. I, we're on this kind of a level where I feel like I could talk about certain things with you, like things I won't go on to Instagram about. Maybe I might come to you about this instead, because I feel a little more comfortable putting it out there with you. I, I feel like you'll you'll still listen to me. You, some of you might drop off like flies. You know, it might be too much TMI, and I'm giving you a heads up. It's TMI. I'm up, I'm about to put some TMI out, but I want to put the TMI out now. Or do I want to play a song? I think I want to hold off on the TMI. I really do. And you know what? With all the crap that's going on in the world right now, all the karma, because those of you guys who feel cut down, disenfranchised, not heard, I want to tell you, folks, I got to lower it because I don't want to. I don't want to spoil it. I don't want to put a song to play before you hear. It. Thank God, it's a commercial. Uh, this song is about karma. This is another piece by the Rebirth Brass Band. I would say it's a good 10 minutes. So when I get back, you know what will happen. But you know, we need the music. It charges me up. You're in the car. You need to be charged on your way to work. And I, I you know, I used to send people clips of music I like, and I felt like I was, I, I don't, I'll never bombard one person ever again. 
You know, I, I, I've, I've spun the wheel in my life and I picked certain people. And now I just put it out to the universe. I'm putting a song out to the universe. You don't like this episode? Skip over the episode. Next song is called What Goes Around Comes Around by the Rebirth Brass Band. Formed in 1984 in New Orleans. If I'm mistaken, anybody out there in New Orleans is listening and I'm wrong, please, much respect, much respect. My hat's off to the new, to the new, <laughs> the Rebirth Brass Band in New Orleans. My hat's off, much respect. There we go. Aim the mic, aim the goose, Lucy Goosey, push the arrow, the, the white arrow, get a commercial. How do I make my personal assets invisible? Well, first off, can you even do that? And the answer is yes, you absolutely can. I'm going to show you three major issues that you need to hit, and then I'm going to invite you to a special Boring. event. Boring. So
in the house in the house what's good listen man there's a guy I used to work with i almost called him last night actually because uh i had promised him when i worked it i was gonna give him you know bring us a couple cigars he doesn't smoke cigars i said i'd bring you some little cigars you'll like it you'll agree with them you know but i didn't feel right i felt weird calling him as time elapses i get you know weirder and weirder vibes of calling people from the past Thinking, nah, you know, or they might not be there, or the way they react. And sometimes I do. I take the chance and I call them. And then I sometimes I feel good about it. Sometimes I feel like an idiot. I feel embarrassed. And sometimes I don't do it. And, and like you don't win either way. But I, I got these, well, I got these cigars for him, but I didn't know whether to call them or not. They weren't, you know, in the expenses. They were little tiny cigars. They're Al Capone's, uh, the cognac flavored. They got Jamaican blazing cognac. I got the filter. I end up smoking them myself. I'm sorry. I like Al Capone's, whatever. I, mean, I think I needed it anyway. It's there. I mean, if he wants it, I'll pick it up for him. If he's listening, yeah, I'll, I'll bring it to you. No problem. I'll come late, late in the evening. I don't want to come around when anybody else is around. I don't want up, upper echelon to see me. I, I'm sorry. I'm just allergic to upper echelon in organizations. Something personal because they're impersonal. <laughs> you can't tell whether they're being sincere or not. That's a problem. You understand? Capiche? Got my, my, my coding? All right, cool. We're all on point. All right, listen, I, I told you about TMI. I'm trying to avoid this TMI situation here. But I promise you some TMI information. So you have, you have plenty of time to clear the room. Okay, I'm going to give you some TMI. We're going to, here we go. We're going to talk about testicles. I, I know, it's a weird subject, testicles. I know. I have an issue with testicles. I'm sorry. No, no, I'm, I don't want to go around filling your balls or shit like that. No, no. It's another thing. Uh, it's partly because uh, as a young age, I, I had a surgery, really. I don't want to go too much information about it, but that's why. I have PTSD about that. So I'm also afraid, afraid of doctors, too, because of that. PTSD. Besides that, my father was obsessed with testicles. He was always told about testicles all the time. Like, men, be careful when you go on the escalator. Don't ride on the, on the belt. You'll have your testicles teared off. Or men, if a... Like a stranger attacks, try to run away first. But if he corners you and you can't escape, gouge out his eyes and rip off his testicles. You know, I, I just become obsessed and I can't help it. And I, I just turn into a comical 
type of thing. Because so you understand the backdrop for it, the, the obsession with it. But how I how I took it, and I I put it into comedy. So let's go into the comical light. Since I I brought up the dirt, I did the TMI. Let's talk about how I brought it to comedy. I just started inserting the word testicle into anything I could think about. For example, okay, and I'm sorry, I, I know it's a movie about Vietnam, but it was a movie. You know, I, my, my much respect to all the soldiers who had the balls to go to Vietnam or didn't have a choice. But this movie was called, with Mel Gibson, called We Were Soldiers. So, of course, I had to rename it We Were Testicles. I'm sorry. I have, I'm obsessed with Please, I hope I don't have a bunch of Vietnam veterans coming after me. I have a lot of respect for you guys. Um, all right, Training Day with Denzel Washington. Yes, Training Testicles. We had a guinea pig named Teddy, a.k.a. Testicles, because he had big balls. And we used to... Uh, we used to put them on the couch and say, every has to behave, every has to be on point because we're training Teddy. We're training testicles. We're training him to be a recruit, a narcotics officer, you know, Teddy, training testicles. Uh, there was a movie with Robert Redford and uh, the late James Gandolfini. It was called uh, The Last Castle. Uh, yes, uh, The Last Testicle. Uh, uh, my Three Sons, My Three Testicles. So that's you know, that's close to the testicle, the testicular portion of this. I hope I didn't. Well, all right, I lost somebody. I lost. You know what? I can't worry about these things anymore. I can't worry about it. I got to work it out. I got to work it out. Right? Okay. So what are we gonna do now? What song? You know what? I'm feeling real poor now. Real poor. I mean, I'm gonna get through it. It gives me the drive, but I have like a bottom barrel feeder. I did a DoorDash order, and, and unfortunately, I live in an area where people are notorious for claiming that they didn't get their food. And uh, I know a, a, an individual who I handed the food to. I remember saying hello to everybody and I could go the extra mile to hand the food in a way, you know, to the guy. And what is he, he complains is he doesn't get the food. This is like, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to make it so I can eat for the next week or two. And this is shit I got to deal with, but it's making me stronger. So look, I, I, I have a little reserve cash for my kids. For my son's cats, in case they have an emergency, if I have to, I'll, I'll dip into the cat vet emergency fund and then somehow replace it next month. But I, I got to get a job. That's the point. It's pain in the ass getting a good job and then holding on to it until you get fed up with it. So what are we doing now? Oh, we're doing uh, poor folks. Right. Kentucky. Welcome to Kentucky. You know, Nappy Roots 2004. Great song. You know, they seem so happy. That's my point. They're poor, but they're happy. They make me want to go to Kentucky. So let's try to get this in. Some of you, you guys know this, Nappy Roots. Here we go. And I want to give a shout-out to um, 99.5, I think it's 102.7, the Box RVA. Okay, you're in the house, too, because I know about this music because of you guys. Because the Box, if anybody doesn't know about 99.5 RVA, the Box, you better get on point. Good stuff. Great format. Shout-out. Okay, the Box. Here we go. Nappy Roots. Commercial course, first of all. Aim. The mic, push the damn mother flower. Come on. Stop the car. You must think I'm stupid. Have you lost your mind? I haven't lost my sense of smell. I know my old spice long lasting sense anywhere. That's me, Mr. Cole. Okay. Mm, you did not have to lie for me. Let's talk about a raise. Smelling delicious. Let's talk about a promotion. 
Guys, thanks for sticking around. I mean, good song. I, I apologize for the muttering in the background. I was just pacing back and forth, just psyching myself up. But you probably heard everything anyway. I don't got to repeat it. I'm not proud of it. You know, many it came out that way. This is what I do a lot. This is why I need to do this. You heard me. I didn't, I didn't know I was being taped. But this is like like representative of me, you know, especially under certain altered states of mind when I – that's so why I kind of understand why my patients used to like walk around yelling out loud. I kind of understand that. I kind of relate to them. I can't admit to it because I'm supposed to be a role model or I was supposed I was supposed to be. I don't have to. I kept reminding myself I could be me now. I don't got to pretend to be somebody anymore that I'm not. I don't got to pretend to be Mr. Perfect. I'm not perfect. I have addictions too and mental issues too. If I don't take care of myself, I'm going to get sick real quick. People my age are dropping dead every day. 27-year-old Instagram stars are just dropping dead. Every day you go on the internet, someone's dropping dead, folks. What are we going to talk about next? I get discombobulated sometimes. Oh, let's talk. Let's pick up back the testicles. Yes. Because, we, you know, remember yesterday, the other day we were talking, me and that funny young guy we were talking about. You remember? Nancy Sinatra and the Full Metal Jacket, the, the, the Vietnamese prostitute. You know, me, me you got girlfriend in Vietnam. Me loving you a long time. Me so horny. You know, me sucky effy. Yeah. Well, you know the song. You know, uh, one of these days, these boots are gonna. Well, of course, you know, testicles doesn't fit. We take nuts. These nuts are made for walking. Yes, that that one of these days, these nuts are gonna walk on over. Anyway, we're the next one. Our last song. Prepping you up for this. This song was a big hit in 1994. I remember listening to this in the winter of 1994. February of 1994 was a big hip hit. And it's funny. It's funny because I kept thinking about this girl from work when I was here. This girl, she was funny as hell. She was a, a secretary, a clerk. I worked for the city. I worked for the city of New York. And, you know, you had clerks. And you had to go for different things, you know. Um, like it was something called sub-impressed. That means like tokens for the clients, you know. Because, you know, I work with the poorest of New Yorkers, impoverished, people with AIDS, people with um, homelessness, mental illness. I, you know, I was a caseworker. And this song was in and my, uh, my job on the weekend. I would go around inspecting newspaper routes, you know, so I could pay my landlord who owned three houses and was the commissioner of public works and it owns private company that his father made on the side, but let's not go there. But I would listen to this music in the car, you know, when I when the car wasn't breaking down. <laughs> and they were this song's a big hit, Salt and Pepper, right? And it makes me think like what what is a man? What a man, what a man, what is a man? No, but what what but this girl, 
I work with, I, I was just talking about, you know, you know, Minuteman, you know, the North Toy, Minuteman when a guy can't hold his own with a girl. Minuteman. I was, I remember that she just shot back. I don't want no Minuteman. I'm sorry, folks. That's how she talked. I don't need, I liked her. Uh, I don't need no minute, man. I think it's a song called maybe because that song was a hit too. But I didn't know that song first. I knew what is a what a man, and they make reference to it because he keeps me open like seven, eleven, twenty-four. You know, salt and pepper. What a man! What a man! What it was a big hit in nineteen ninety-four, and I was, I oh oh salt and pepper. I was uh, I was working on the weekends. You know, side hustle, trying to make ends meet. Sometimes I had my my kid in the back, my son. I think he was two years old. You know, because uh, you know. His mother was pregnant. We had, you know, someone else coming along the way. And to give, give her a break, I would take him in the back seat, you know, the car seat. We'd drive around. We'd inspect these newspaper routes and get yelled at by people for coming to inspect the routes. For look, you know, you have to pick up a bag of penny saver in the driveway and inspect the newspaper. And, you know, people yelling at me for being in their property or you had to follow the complaints because if people didn't get their paper, but you, you have to keep hitting the same house or you didn't know it was hit 10 times. I had some guy come out in a towel in the bathroom, yell at me, threaten me, don't ever ring his doorbell again, leave him alone. It was horrible. I, $10, and they said, oh, we're giving you a big $10, $10 an hour back then was a big thing. So anyway, what a man, what is a man? What a man, what a man. Okay, I don't need no minute, man. Same genre, right? Let's see what we can do with this. I think this is going to close us out, guys. So look, I look forward to the interview. I'm waiting for this gentleman to call me. Come on, hit it. Imagine what a new color can do to transform the home you love. Zerta Pro Painters is ready. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> 
He dresses like a zapper, don't believe in jeans. He's a classic, original, the man of my dreams. Yes, my man says he loves me. Never says he loves me, not mine. I rush me good and touch me in the right spot. See other guys that I've had, they try to play all at Matt. But every time they tried, I said, that's not it. But not this man, he's got the right potion. Baby, rub it down and make it smooth like lotion. Yeah, the ritual, highway to heaven. From seven to seven, he's got me open like 7-Eleven. And yes, it's me, that he's always choosing. With him, I'm never losing. And he knows that my name is not Susan. He always has heavy conversation for the mind. Which means a lot to me, because the men are hard to find.